This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to a Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness. My name is Kevin Naidu, and I'm so excited to have my aunt on the show today. Her name is Saris Naidu. She is a retired school teacher. She is a cancer survivor. She is a hypnotherapist, a Reiki practitioner. Welcome, Auntie Saris. Firstly, thank you, Kevin, for inviting me as a guest on your show. I'm honored to be here today. I am so grateful to have you on the show. You have so many gifts to share to this world. And I'm just really grateful um, our audience gets to experience some of you today. Thank you very much. I'm just going to jump right in. So first thing I wanted to ask, Antisaris, is if you can just share with our audience and tell us a little about you and what you do. As Kevin mentioned, my name is Saris Naidu. I'm a retired high school teacher and now working as a cancer freedom coach. I empower cancer survivors to overcome their anxiety and stress so that they can reclaim their power to heal and live their greatness every day. How amazing. How, what inspiring work you're doing, Antisaris. You know, for so many people that are in need right now. And, and I just want to say from me, thank you for that beautiful conscious work you're, you're doing for the planet. It was my calling, Kevin, and I'm so glad I found it. And now I'm doing what I came here to do. Right. And what a blessing. What a gift. That's so beautiful. You you heard the call of spirit and you, you heard that clear direction. And that's that's just really inspiring to be that internal listener and to hear that guidance. I understand that you you've studied and you do practice Reiki. How did you come to this? healing modality, and when did it come to you? Actually, I didn't find Reiki. Reiki found me. I always felt the need to help others, and the gift of Reiki came to me to do this on a higher energetic level. They say when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. Well, I had a wonderful Reiki master that trained me in the four levels of Reiki to enable me to become a certified Reiki master. At this level, I am able to teach all four levels of Reiki as well. I consider this my gift. I'm not the healer, but just the conduit or the vessel to help whoever I'm working with to heal themselves. Reiki energy comes through me to whoever I'm working with. Now, there are different forms of Reiki practice. The type of Reiki I'm trained in is the Usui Shiki Reiho system of natural healing. Beautiful. And and Antisaris, for some of our audience that are not familiar with, with Reiki and that healing modality, can you share with us and, and speak to what is Reiki? Well, Reiki is a simple holistic healing technique in which a giver channels energy toward a receiver. The Reiki practitioner gently places hands on or above the receiver to channel powerful life energy known as Reiki, Prana, or Ki. The source of this energy 
is the universe, not the practitioner. And it is infinite, it is limitless, and it is pure. The energy is guided by the power of its inherent wisdom and the giver's loving intention and flows wherever it is needed to promote balance of body, mind, and spirit. Blocked emotions, traumas, and negative energies can be released and cleansed, allowing the receiver more freedom and clarity to move forward on their life journey. Now remember, we are all energy. Everything around us is energy. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be changed. And Reiki is a perfect tool for this. Right. And you know, you know, one of the things I really love about Reiki, and as you know, my wife's a Reiki master, is that Reiki, all of us can experience Reiki, regardless of our mobility, regardless of our age, our shape, our size. We all have access to this beautiful source energy. As you said, we are source energy. So it's that reclamation of us coming back to source. Absolutely. So when, when did this come or when did Reiki come in for you? Did it come in from your initial meeting with the teacher or did it come in in a different way? When I was going through my uh, cancer journey, that's when this showed up, just a, a showed up as an email, would you believe? And I, you know, I looked at it and I researched it and I thought, okay, I, I think I know why this came to me. It's time to do this. There was no question then, Auntie Saris. It was just really clear for you? Very clear, yes. Okay, amazing, amazing. Now, I also understand that you, uh, you're you recently a certified uh, hypnotherapist. Now, I don't know a ton about hypnotherapy. I know a little bit, but I just wanted to find out if you can share a little bit about what hypnotherapy looks like for our audience that um, may have not experienced it. Now, immediately after I completed my certified Reiki master training, my Reiki master teacher offered the certified hypnotherapy course. It just seemed like the perfect next step for me to explore. Now, what is hypnosis, you may ask? Well, hypnosis is an altered state of consciousness. While one is in hypnosis, the conscious mind becomes quiet, allowing access to the highly suggestible subconscious mind. Hypnosis is a state of deep relaxation with focused concentration. And what is hypnotherapy? Well, the aim of hypnotherapy is to assist people in finding meaningful alternatives to their present unsatisfactory ways of thinking, feeling, or behaving. Hypnotherapy tends to help people become more accepting of themselves and can be more useful in promoting personal development and unlocking inner potential. Now, virtually anyone can be hypnotized and benefit from it. So hypnotherapy can be used for various different problems. I've listed four categories. The first one is habits. Example, weight loss, smoking, drugs, gambling. The second one is stress and relaxation, stress management, sleep disorders, fears, anxieties, panic, depression, self-confidence, ADD, and OCD. All these things 
can be helped through hypnotherapy. The third group is performance improvement. For example, sports and athletic performance, uh, developing talents, study habits, etc. And the last one is spiritual and personal growth. So with hypnotherapy, you can do past life regression, entity release, connecting with special guides, and releasing emotional blockages. So hypnosis is very, very needed, and it's very helpful for many of these. Right. So Antisaras, with within hypnotherapy, so I just just so I can understand, so those of us that come from aspects of trauma in our lives that don't have the actual memory, but just have an innate sense that something did happen and it's lying in the unconscious. Does hypnotherapy allow you that access point to go in there and access that that unconscious piece so we can access deeper emotional healing? Absolutely it does. And the way we do this is by using inductions. Now, there's two steps to hypnotherapy. The first step is where I use an induction to put the person into a deep, deep, relaxed state. And while you're in that relaxed state, I can work on you to bring forward whatever it is that you want to work with, whether it's trauma, whether it's anxiety, you know, whether it's a habit like smoking, whatever it is you need to work with, that's the state you have to be in in order for that to work. Right. So based off of what the client needs, do you base your intention from that need and then work inward? Yes. And remember, the client has full control. It's not like you have taken over the client's control. The client always has full control. Well, I can't wait to come and see you and have a a session um, and experience this modality. Absolutely. (laughs) And also, uh, you can also do what we call a self-hypnosis, where you can put yourself in that deep state and work on whatever trauma or whatever you want to work on. So it's possible to do it on your own as well. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Thank you, Auntie Saras. Thank you for speaking to that so clearly. I know you mentioned it just earlier in this conversation, but I know you're a cancer survivor. Can you share with us what your process during that time was and what tools and exercises that really supported you during that time? My husband, Jeff, just retired from teaching in 2011 and was diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer. He was looking forward to an enjoyable retirement, working in his wood workshop, But with this diagnosis, he was given four months to live. However, he beat the odds and lived for nine years. So two years into his diagnosis, I was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. Now, we had no family history. So I started to do a lot of research on cancer, anything that would help us. Now, this led me on a journey of self-discovery. I went into deep meditations to find the cause of my cancer. I did find answers. This is when my spiritual transformation began. I realized I had to slow down, 
I took steps to change our diets, exercise more, and relax more. Now, even though I cooked all my food from scratch, was very active, and even grew much of my own food, it was not enough. I realized there was much more to just the medical care. I needed to balance mind, body, and spirit. When I started doing more meditations, going within, and taking care of my body, thinking positive thoughts, I experienced huge transformations. So I started a daily gratitude journal and also recorded my daily experiences. And this turned into a book which I am working on. I have completed three chapters and I'm looking forward to working on it again soon. I also found my purpose, which was to empower cancer survivors going through the cancer journey. So that is why I studied to become a certified life coach, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist. These are the tools I use as a cancer freedom coach. To me, my breast cancer was my gift. It stopped me in my tracks and over time, showed me how to live a full and abundant life, to look for the gift within the diagnosis. What a story, Auntie Saras. And I always look at all detours on our road and on our path. And I don't like using the word mistake. I, I like seeing the detours and, and other things as gifts and as teachers. Um, because, you know, there's always, there's always a teaching within any, everything that happens in life. It's just about us getting past the mental mind and going inwards to actually see and visit it. Absolutely, yes. Hopefully my story will help others, you know. I know it will. I, I, I 100% know it will. Now, I know you and I in this last year, year and a half, have, uh, have been through grief, well as a lot of the world, you know, within grief of jobs, grief of losing people. I know me, I, I lost my mom a year and a half ago. I know you lost Uncle Jeff just over a year ago. And I know for me, it, there was the grieving process was brand new. That was a really, there was a really hard time. And I, I, I struggled with it in the fact that everyone around me was telling me to be strong and be strong, be strong. That's all I was hearing. And I finally just snap to be honest and i just said no i don't need to be strong my mom just passed away i need to honor my process and that's where i really understood that we all have our individual process it doesn't have to look the same it all we're all individuals and all process things differently it took me right into that that space and time i think the day after mom passed is when that i really had that that clarity of what that needs to look like for me anyways. And, um, how, how was the process for you and what was your process? If you, um, if you don't mind sharing. Oh, sure. Everyone experiences grief in their own way and they should be allowed to do that. For some people, it's a short period for others. It's a long period. It's something we will always carry with us for the rest of our lives. You know, you don't totally get over it. I mean, you lost a loved one. They are part of you. They are part of who you are. Uh, you don't want to lose that, you know. So for me, it was very hard when, when Jeff transitioned. I miss him every day. 
However, I feel his energy around me and know that he is helping me with my work, just in a different way. I have never lived alone from the day I was born. This is such a new chapter in my life. I'm surrounded, though, by wonderful friends and family that keep in touch with me daily. Uh, Jeff transitioned on his own terms. When he was ready to go, we talked about it, and I promised to help him transition. Our four children were present. He wanted to be at home in his own bed, and he was granted his wish. Watching someone you love birthing into spirit is a gift I will always cherish. We watched him, hugging him, talking to him, and surrounding him with love while he transitioned. It was a very profound and beautiful spiritual experience. He gave us that gift. We rejoiced when he finally reached his destination, when he took that last breath. And watching him in a permanent sleep in his own bed was so peaceful. Eventually, the tears came. But it was tears of joy and relief. He was finally at peace. And as the days pass, we think of the beautiful human being he was, the wonderful legacy he left behind for his family and friends. And we really miss his heartfelt music he played on his keyboard and guitar. He lived a life, he lived life to the fullest. I do have my moments of sorrow, but I know the spirit is always alive and that makes me happy. I have so, so many similarities to just exactly how you, how you share that, Auntie Saris. And just when you spoke about, you know, when the tears came and that's something I, I came to clarity with after mom passed was, that every time I cry, it's a tear of gratitude for this life that she gave me. And, and I know she's so close. I get signs all the time. Spirit is not that far away um, when we're really connected to source. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally resonate with that. Thank you. From my heart of hearts, thank you so much for sharing from your heart. Oh, you're very welcome, Kevin. We have so much in common, I know. And mom was a dear, dear friend of mine. I miss her so much. But again, I know she's around. I called on her today. I called on Uncle Jeff today to be with us during this process. Mm, and that's funny because I felt about five minutes ago, I felt my mom. <laughs> like I felt her right away. And I'm like, oh, and mom's here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Well, and Tisaris, I would love... I would love it if you can um, take our audience through a tool or an exercise that supports them in their healing journey for a few minutes, if, uh, if you're so open to that. Oh, sure, Kevin. Um, I would like to do a guided meditation, if that's okay. Of course. It's a meditation that can be used uh, for what we talked about, you know, for uh, aches and pains. Uh, for any kind of thing to get rid of uh, negative energy. It can be, it's a short five minute meditation and it can be done at any time. And I ask anyone listening to this not to be driving. Uh, it also helps to have water nearby because we do need hydration after meditation. So I'd ask you to sit comfortably 
or lay down and close your eyes. Take three deep belly breaths. Breathe in and out. In and out. In and out. And your next breath, I'd like you to focus on your feet and bring the energy from deep within the crystal core of Mother Earth up through your feet, up through your legs, to the root chakra, up through to the sacral chakra, through to the solar plexus chakra, and through to the heart chakra. And feel grounded to Mother Earth. On your next breath, I'd like you to focus on your crown chakra and bring the energy from Father Sky down into your crown chakra, down into your third eye chakra, down into your throat chakra, and down into your heart chakra. Continue breathing gently and allow the energy from Mother Earth and Father Sky to merge in your heart chakra, forming a golden rod of white light connecting through all your chakras. And now allow this light to expand out to your entire body. Scan your body and find any aches and pains any negative thoughts, anything that does not belong in your etheric field. And send it to this golden white light to be transmuted. Continue breathing gently and cleansing your energy field. Scan your body and feel your energy. Does it feel better? If it doesn't, continue to do this until you feel your energy lighten up and feel better. And now take three deep cleansing breaths, belly breaths, and fill your body with the golden white light. And slowly open your eyes when you are ready and drink lots of water. Beautiful, Antisaurus. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You just put me into a little state of bliss here. <laughs> As... <laughs> Absolutely. I do this, I do this meditation every day. And you mm. can you can personalize it to, to however you want, you know, but using the main structure. Right. Amazing. I can't thank you enough for being with us and sharing, sharing your story and, and sharing the innate gifts that reside inside of you. And, uh, you know, the clarity that came from the situations that have happened in your life. So 
thank you from my heart of hearts. Thank you. And if our audience, Antisaris, would like to find you, how can they find you? Uh, well, I do have a uh, Facebook group that I started to do this kind of work where I provide free tools and steps to help with the healing. It's Cancer Freedom Warriors. And I'm working on a five-day free training coming soon. For five days, I will be giving you all kinds of content and tools to work on to conquer your cancer fear. And the dates and details for this will be posted in the Facebook group. Now, I also have my website, uh, www.sarasnaidu.com. But I would like anyone that's interested to go to the Facebook group because that's where you'll get uh, a tribe that's going to help you uh, with questions you may have. And uh, you will see daily posts on different, you know, different things, different tools and different steps to help you with your healing. Thank you, Auntie Saras, for everything today. It's been just a really blessing to have this conversation with you. Yes, Kevin, and you are a blessing to this world. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for listening to Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Kevin Nighting. Technical production by Sam Robinson. The manager of AMI-audio is Andy Frank. Have an amazing day, everyone. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.